Hey, this is Gene from the Assisted Living Network, and we're going to demystify assisted living right here, right now. You know, a lot of people think that assisted living means moving into a big institution. In the old days, that's what it was. It was a mental ward. It was a mental institution where people are going crazy and nuts. They'd put them in a building. And the reality is, is they were just aging. They were getting a little bit older, but people didn't quite know how to handle that. It wasn't that long ago where the expected life expectancy of someone was in the 40s, then 50s, then 60s. Today, it's in the 70s. And now they've said in the last couple of years that it's actually decreasing. But the reality is it's in that mid 70s. And some people live to be 80, 90, 100 years old. But some of them have some issues, memory care issues, things where it's brain change. Now in the old days, they would put them in this mental institution that was converted into a nursing home. They'd have a nurse on staff, and some of you, like me, remember that movie called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And they would give them drugs and, and kind of just drug them and sedate them. It was sad and pathetic, and, and that movie itself was, was its own drama. But unfortunately, that is the real world for some people today. So when we talk about assisted living, what it is today is completely different. When you think about living at home, all of the comforts of home, well, while you are living in your home, there's other people in that home, so community. One of the things about assisted living, the way we do it in residential assisted living, it's a community. It's a group of seniors in a home with peers their own age, eight, 10, 12 other people who are their same age living in that home together. If you're at home and maybe a spouse has passed away, you're alone, it gets lonely. Your kids can't come visit every single day. They're not in the home living with you, taking care of you either. So having a community of people to be with is incredibly important. It's not just your physical health, it's your mental health, your attitude. Are you looking forward to things or just looking back to things that you missed before? So in demystifying assisted living, it's not just the physical, but it's also the mental and emotional. And it's not just a big box facility with green floors and you smell the neglect the moment you walk through. Again, in what we do residential, it's a home. It looks like a home because it is a home. It may be in the same exact neighborhood that that senior lives in now, but now they're moving in together in the group home for the elderly. Now, nobody moves into assisted living unless they need that help. So activities of daily living come into play. You see, a lot of times people think assisted living means independent living, where they move into a community where there's golf and tennis and pickleball and bridge and so on. Not that. That's for somebody who is able to take care of themselves. And they're just looking for an adult community. No kids, peers their own age, but they may be 50, 60, 70 years old. It's when somebody has an event, somebody moves into assisted living after that event where they need additional help, they need additional monitoring, somebody needs to help them with their medication or bathing or feeding or whatever it may be, but nobody moves into assisted living simply because it's a fun place to be. They move there because they have to. So again, it's not just physical, it's mental, it's emotional. And it's not a stuffy building that smells bad, but it can be in a home setting. And that's specifically what we do with residential assisted living. And it's a very comfortable environment. You know, one of the things that people ask me all the time, well, what about caregivers who abuse the residents and so on? And as horrible as that may sound and you may think, it rarely, rarely, rarely happens in a residential setting. Why? Because it's a home, 10 people, two caregivers, everybody knows everybody. They know exactly who's coming in in the morning and who's coming in at the night. So it's not a nameless, faceless situation. It's a home. The caregivers take care of these seniors who are living in the home. They know them by name. They love them dearly. They love to be with them. And it can be a fun place to be. 
it's not just people sitting around in wheelchairs and getting ready to die and pass away. It's people who are there living out those last days. And many times what the families find is when they move mom or dad into that assisted living home, they come back to life. All of a sudden they have peers, friends their own age, they're eating better, they're getting sleep, things are taken care of for them. They bond with those caregivers. The families come to visit and they have a whole new attitude. So it's a great thing for the families because they now can be the sons, the daughters, the granddaughters and the grandsons again, not the caregivers. So demystifying assisted living, especially in a residential setting, it can be a wonderful positive environment. People sometimes get better well enough to be able to go home and live with the family once again. But most of the time, they're going to stay right there in the home. Now, another thing I wanted to demystify about assisted living, especially in a residential setting, is that those people who move into the home will more than likely live out the rest of their days there. They don't move on to a nursing home or skilled nursing. They'll simply pass away from natural causes right there in the home. I know we don't like to talk about these things, but hey, let's face it, we're all going to pass away. The question is when, not if. So in a home like this, they're living together, people know when they're actively passing. So the manager will see that, they'll understand that, they'll call the family, the family will come and they'll spend the last few days and weeks with them, nurturing that relationship, saying their goodbyes, and then in a very natural way, nine times out of ten, they simply pass away in the middle of the night. It's a very natural experience. And again, to demystify this whole process, the families aren't upset. It's not unexpected. It's something they knew was coming. But they're thankful. They're thankful that we were there to take care of their family member all during that time. It's a wonderful opportunity to share with the families, if you're like me, where you understand that there's more than being here on Earth. There's a lot more that's coming ahead of us. So the opportunity to share with other people during that time is incredibly powerful. To be able to care for them during that incredibly important time is equally important. The caregivers love those residents. It's family. It's not an institution. It's not a big box where it's nameless, faceless. It's a home. And it's not just physical well-being. It's their mental and emotional state. Being together with other people, living together in that communal situation is a wonderful life-giving and life-sustaining formula. If you'd like to learn more, you absolutely can. But this is Gene from the Assisted Living Network saying do good and do well. If you like what you've seen and heard, please subscribe.